Sick, man. Love this is the first, I think. Right, Rob? Thanks this is just what I look like. <laughs> I know. We just, uh, we've never had a six dimensional transient being uh, on the podcast before. So this is actually. Well, I've cool sort of. What, I, what I've done is I fused myself uh, with a machine and some other souls as well. Okay, very cool. Is the audio yeah. chopping for you, Elias? A little bit, yeah. Did you get your my, my translation? Yeah, it's your your clipping. I don't know if you have like the strongest white. Yeah, you got like yellow bars. Might just be the Maybe being a transcending. The... Let me let me switch to my other internet. Between the video. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just he had yellow bars going. So, like when we did Infant Island, there was a few things I had to like that are hard to hear because the they they were dip, some of them were dipping a bit. Is that too. any better? If yeah, I were to talk like this, yeah, I, mean, I think uh, far so far yeah, so good. Right. Yeah, it's okay. come through okay on my side. It's like a little bit here and there, but your bars are red and yellow now, though. So, oh my god. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a problem. I live in the middle of fucking nowhere, and my internet's not very good. Yeah, that's Ooh, it's tough. I'm sure just, like, the camera trying to capture your glorious state is, like, a very difficult thing for it to do as well. I mean... No, I don't think that's probably doing it. Are you, no. Is there any way you can hardwire? No. <laughs> Hold on, let me... I'll figure this out, I promise. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, we got to... How can I see the bars? What do you mean? I'm gonna pause. I want to see the recording. Please. All right. I'm... All right. We fixed the technical issues. We think we're gonna try. We're gonna see. Yeah. We're gonna see. All right. Fuck it. I'm gonna do the. Uh... <laughs> I'm <having> a hard <laughs> time picking. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do the intro and know if we're gonna hope for the best here. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a strange one, I'm sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. We're in season four somehow, so thanks for letting us get this far. If you're new here. We're going to get our plugs out of the way real quick. We're online at notjustaphase.net. We're on Instagram and TikTok at notjustaphase worldwide. And we have, oh shit, we're, <laughs> we're on Twitter at NJAP worldwide. And we're on Patreon at notjustaphase worldwide as well. If you want to help donate to help fund the expansion of the podcast and the blog spot and see some bonus content, see our pretty faces up there. Uh, lots more content coming on there for you as well. And today we're honored to be interviewing the already legendary band Captain Jazz. Everyone already clearly knows who they are. They sing about all sorts of heavy topics, ranging from cats to salami and everything in between. And their lawyer was kind enough to allow them to answer a select list of approved questions regarding their lore and accomplishments. Hot off the hype of their 2023 release, to two 2023 releases now, Captain Jazz is turning heads and making people say, wait, which band is this? So grab a copy uh, <laughs> of their 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 albums that are out now. Stream it on Bandcamp. Do whatever you have to do. But if you haven't heard this band yet, you've been fucking up big time. 
and we're going to fix that right now. What's going on, everyone? It's Douglas Kinsella of Captain Jazz. You are listening to Not Just a Phase Worldwide, and I'm so excited to share my song from my new album, Captain Jazz, UUTT. Take a listen. the show today doug how you feeling i feel great rob thank you so much for having me is, and how is are doug you your real name i i have a raging migraine i'm so sorry to hear that honestly it's not going to be a good time talking to me for an hour if you have a migraine <laughs> i didn't uh, expect um, to have a good time the second i saw you show up <laughs> <laughs> uh i doug's not my real name but it is kind of Hmm. you might hear uh band member number three in the background laughing sometimes okay so for the listeners do you want to state what whatever name you go by and and whatever role it is you play in the band my name is douglas dougie kinsella i coordinate uh midi files to hired hands and those willing and sort of patch it all together and don't give credit where credit is due. Band member number three, um, she manages all the socials and uh, messages people back when I don't for three ones. And she sings so beautifully. So how many people you got in the band there? Nine? I, there were nine at one point. And I'll tell you what the problem is, is that after the want came out, several of them stopped replying to me. And so I had to get a few more and then a few less. 
So I'm cutting and pasting, doing what I can, but pretty soon I'm hoping to have a stable lineup. Um, we're getting, we're working on it. But two solid members currently. I don't, I don't know if any of this is fucking legitimate. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Okay. Except for the right, lies. So have, all, right, all right. No, no, I believe you. I believe you. Sorry. Who okay. am I to say what's what's legitimate? I, I'll take your word for it. Do you uh, you listen to any podcasts in your free time? I do. I I've actually been listening to more and more lately. Um. I I started listening to Twinkle Dads, which is an emo advice show. I started going through all the episodes of that because I ran out of not just a phase episodes and I needed something to scratch the itch. Yeah, you you yeah. told me you've heard every single episode we've put out, which I, I now that's bullshit because we put out over. It's 100. true. There's, there's no way I've listened to them all except for one. <laughs> which is what? Which one? There, There was one. I forget who it was with, but there was a lot of background noise and that's I couldn't focus in. Yeah, it was yeah, Elias. Elias. He Elias kept doing quiet fear. He was yeah. watching like face off in the background or something. Yeah, I think that was Elias trying to capture a live conversation, which we've never done before, and it did not go so well. Oh. Yeah, I was on the. It does get too, a little cleaner I... as you go through okay, the audio. Well, it does get. I'll revisit it. The end. Oh well, yeah. I really appreciate you listening. Uh, do you have a favorite episode? I do. The one with um, Jason Green. Uh, yeah, I thought he had a shit ton of really cool stories and um, had a good insight into the creative process. Yeah, that was a really cool, and uh, he's just an overall interesting dude. Yeah, that and so, um, the burial etiquette episode I thought was really fun too. Oh, the burial etiquette episode, yeah, that was a great one too. Okay, so I guess you have heard a few of our our podcasts. Interesting. I try to tell Rob it's possible to have listened to all of them, but he just doesn't believe me. So. I collected them all. I was unemployed um, for a couple months, and so I was going through like three or four a day. There you go, Rob. That'll do it. That makes more sense then. Yeah. So outside of listening to our horrible podcasts, what sort of uh, hobbies and passions occupy your free time? Creating audio montages, collages, painting birds upside down. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I watch, I watch a lot of movies. I play a lot of old games. This is the final boss from Fallout One that I'm cosplaying as. Oh, sick! <laughs> um, what else do I do? That's it. That's it. I watch Godzilla and I play old games. That's hype. When you say oh, old games, you mean like theory? <laughs> Band member number three says I read about music theory, which is true. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, Rob asked how old you were. If you feel oh. if, if it's a countable age. F uh, fuck it. I'm 31 years old. Okay. Hell yeah. All right, sick. Untrue. That is true. Right, just making sure. <laughs> I like that. There's just Band member number three is just going to cast doubt randomly at different <laughs> points. We'll never, ever have a true, honest answer. And that's I'm the 31. way it should be. Okay, very cool. For now. Allegedly. Allegedly 31. Yes. Okay, valid. True. 
what kind of old, other old games do you like besides Fallout? Um, I've been playing a lot of Ocarina of Time Randomizer, which just Ooh. takes all the items in that and mixes them up. And you kind of just play the same game over and over again. I love that. Uh, I'm playing through Pathologic Classic HD Edition, which is a HD remaster of a 2005 Russian game about curing a sickness. Eagle-eyed listeners may find that I make constant Pathologic references. <laughs> no one else has played that game. Though. Some people have. <laughs> it's like no one That's... at all. Well, band member number three understands it, but I'm right there with you. If I have any fellow Zone of the Enders, the Fist of Mars lovers out there, please reach out. I am looking for other people. If you're looking for a cool indie game, uh, I just played the Norp Apologue, which I thought was pretty fun. The Norp Apologue? Yeah. I don't, if you're into idle games, I'm into that, just watching numbers go up. And that's what that is. Nice. This got so dorky so quickly. You, you Sorry, the show. I take it all back. <laughs> I actually lift weights in my off time, and I drive uh, an uh, Audi SR76. I had to fix up the intake manifold, but I had to go to a rodeo first, so I lost track of time. I didn't get to it. Yeah, I also heard you're into Forex trading. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, lots of Forex trading. Uh, cro- CrossFit, cross-country, crossbow training <laughs> all the crosses yeah all the crosses uh actually Raising we're not cross. his first podcast Robbie. uh doug was actually on the joe rogan podcast a little while that's right ago. did a mini sode on like uh, bunker building and doomsday prepping we were doing crosstalk right you guys were doing dmt on that episode too right that's right i had him on fucking my... elf, elf turkey i had him on my crypto podcast too how did you get into punk music, Doug? How did how did it find um, you? I was I was really into country and folk for a really long time. That was mostly what I listened to. Uh, and then I was on LimeWire and accidentally downloaded a Bright Eyes song, and then slip and fell until I was downloading snowing EPs off Media Fire. Um, and then I wasted I don't know ten years on that. Thanks. 10, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Fucking years. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get this out of the way. Everyone's curious. Why did you pick such a ridiculous band name? I read why in an article recently what you said, but I'm, I'm curious for those who haven't read it. I'd like to get the official take on it. What's with the band so, name? The original idea was in like 2013, I was friends with a lot of um, East Coast twinkle emo bands and they were all making new bands and then immediately breaking up. And it was all four song EPs and it was just kind of jokey titles, jokey everything. I was like, that's kind of fun. I'd like to do that, but I'm a vicious loner with uh, no one who can stand to be around me for more than 20 minutes. So I was like, (laughs) what I'll do is make it just like a parody one of those and call it Captain Jazz to really get everyone's attention. But it's going to be hardcore, and it's going to be really mean. It's going to be edgy. Um, And then I tried to make it. I wrote all the words. I recorded all the guitars, but I was not good at programming drums. And so I had that URL parked from 2014 until I 
made the want, which I decided to do because my band was breaking up and I was just like, I've been trying to make these guys record an album forever, but it just wasn't happening. So I'm just going to take every weird impulse I have and follow through on it. And uh, that's what I did. It's interesting. I mean, that, that sounds amazing. It sounds like you found your spiritual truth while uh, all this other stuff is going on around you. Yeah. I, I also got really sick at the same time, like crazy I... sick. So I was just like, I need to make this happen or I don't know, maybe something really bad will happen. Mm, I see. <laughs> I thought it was a sign. <laughs> that's uh that's valid. Um what was what band was it that was breaking up? You guys put out anything else or just was a band that never kind of fully came together? We were together for 10 years technically and we released a two-song demo that you don't want to listen to. I I, I find that very hard to believe. I'll send it to you if you want. Uh, I do, I do want. I have a pretty, I'd say, uh, it's I, I have an easy voice to recognize when singing. So mm. if anyone's heard the old bands, they probably have not. Although, I don't know. Some people that I've met in real life. You made that collab album for that band, too. I also, yeah, I self-recorded a bunch of the songs I wrote for that band. And then my other band member got really mad at me for doing that. Because I didn't <laughs> include it. <laughs> Within uh, the same article I was reading there, I wanted to shout out uh, Grandma Sophia's Cookies. They were great amazing. Name. Yeah. Great name. Great, it was a good name, article great website. Yeah. Um, Brendan was super nice. Great to talk to. We, I basically spent the whole time just showing him my YouTube recommended page. And then he <laughs> cobbled that together. Incredible. Well, you said during that interview, it was either this project or starting an internet talk show. I'm never sure if you're kidding or not. I just wanted to encourage everybody at home to not start an internet talk show because the quality of your life will rapidly decrease. <laughs> I, I was being 100% serious. I was going to start an internet talk show. I think if you come at it like this, it could be like the DIY emo version of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. That'd be super fun. I Space Ghost was the idea. Okay, well, I'm 100% on board. And if you need a Moltar or a Zorak, I'm right there. <laughs> You're hired. Elias oh, is in. Yeah. <laughs> totally swing. Go ahead, take them. <laughs> you guys can dork each other off together. All right, bye, Rob. <laughs> uh, so you don't have to tell us exactly where you're from, but uh, what, what's the scene like right now in your area? Like, what, what bands are you into? Like, what have, you know, what's, uh, is it popping over there? Is it just kind of dead? So I used to I used to live in the Pacific Northwest, but I recently moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. Uh, I've been to a few shows, but I haven't gotten super involved in it. I've been talking to some people from 95 Corolla who are an amazing emo band. Oh, very cool. I, um, Juliet's Apartment is a band I found that I really like. Uh, there is Weak Knees. I've been talking to them about maybe stealing one of their members and skinning them alive and wearing it like a suit um garden angel is like a solo project for around here it's a weird joke man. i'm sorry i take it back i'm not i i didn't i didn't it. hear him laugh you didn't, you didn't, <laughs> didn't even skip a fucking beat garden angel is from around here i think they're awesome uh a bazooka tooth bazooka tooth i saw them play they were great okay that's awesome 
Shout out to all those bands. Do you have like a favorite of your of the locals, or is that kind of like your list of like everyone that you're really into? That, the, that's kind of a list of everyone I'm really into, but I don't know if I have a favorite favorite. Circuit mm -hmm. Circuit is really good too, but I I feel like I could never touch how amazing they are, you know. So it's it feels unattainable. It's like the third or second time we've had them mentioned just without us prompting. Like that's a they're great body oh, songs. They're so good. Yeah, that EP was so fucking sick. So do those bands know what you look like? I presume your identity is not fully hidden for for everybody. No one knows what I look like in Nashville. I meant I meant <laughs> I meant to hang out with 95 Crawler, but I I was tired from working. Okay. That's valid. You got any other side projects or anything else on the go right now that you're hiding? Um, there's talks. There's talks of another emo violence band. I I kind of tweeted at Elias about it. I think. Uh, yeah. But I haven't done it yet. We'll see. I bet I will. I think it'd be pretty cool, and I think you'd be pretty good at it too. I, I'm not going to, I don't like to toot my own horn very much, but I'm the greatest musician to ever live. And when I play live, it's akin to seeing this sort of messianic figure. I mean, I believe, I don't know anyone else in the scene, <laughs> past, current, or present, who has a behind the music about them. You know? Exactly. When VH1 approached me about that, I, my mind was blown. I mean, would you love, would you like to walk us through that whole pro I mean, it must have been incredible to like have VH1 reach out. I'm also, because I'm pretty sure VH1 doesn't really exist in the USA. Anymore, <laughs> so it must have been a South American subsidiary of some kind, I imagine. It was, it was interesting. It was, I think the son of uh, VH1 stands for Vernhart Hayden One, which is the last names of the founders. And so Greg Hayden, the son of Gregory Hayden, approached me and was like, I've listened to The Want. Do you have anything else in the works? I'd love to do a profile on the your history and your life. Um, so I sent him over a few PDFs and he spat that out in uh, 23 hours. That's incredible. It was a meeting of Absolutely. the minds, truly. It really was. It sounds like that's the level of professionalism and expertise we uh, hope to attain someday. Is that right, Rob? That is, yeah. We're we're now doing video. Um, shout out to our, our media team for that. Just just incredible. Yeah, wow. Blocko Media. I'm so excited mm -hmm. about the video. I started watching the Scrammies video, but I didn't want any spoilers. Oh, you actually started watching it? That's hilarious. I only put yeah. up part one today. Yeah. I'm I'm just crawling around the internet like a little spider. Yeah. Part two is going up tomorrow for <laughs> subscribed Patreon subscribers i just want to say any listeners who aren't subscribed to not just a phase on patreon it's like giving yourself <laughs> a nasal cavity two dollars a month are you subscribed yeah no you're not yes i am i'm That's gonna find I was your email the screen. you I'm can't find, find me you, if you are signed up, I, I can see you your information. You know this, right? I can find your email. I will find it. Oh, you. what? You have all of one subscriber right now? If so, I'm fucked. <laughs> I, <like 10> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and like five of them are paid. <laughs> <laughs> fucking watching we, that one, Rob. <laughs> we haven't announced any bonus content yet. Fucking prick. Okay, we're announcing um, it tomorrow after, which will be your episode's coming out way after. I'm, I'm, just kidding. This I'm not subscribed come... to the Patreon. No, you're all well, good. We have a free subscription. We have a free subscription level for people who want to come in and get the teaser stuff. But if you get just if you keep just two bucks a month, you get the whole shebang. There's tons of other stuff in there. All the video. You can see what Doug looks like. Yes, Doug's true form. The true form. And also, you know, all the like physical comedy that we very obviously do that you cannot always hear in a podcast. Rob's juggling. Yeah, Rob is juggling. <laughs> actually, Rob. many don't know this. Rob went to clown college. It's actually a really old joke amongst a lot of my friends that we'd always tell each other we went to clown college. It's funny that. you say that. So what labels released your magnum opus? And where can we purchase physical copies if there is any left? We're about to get more physical copies on Fiat nice. Productions. And... On a European label as well. Soon, it's gonna happen so soon. Um, I think there's still copies of the want if you want to pick that up and then set it on fire because it fucking sucks. Um, but there'll be the good one too. The one with the the burning house on it. Yeah, the the meme one. It's a meme album. It's meant meme. to make you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why it starts off in such such an upsetting way? Yeah, <laughs> it starts off with the 10 minute monologue about dying of cancer. It's a joke, yeah. get it? Yeah, <laughs> it is all a joke. Do you mix and master all that yourself, I assume? I, I mix it all. Um, I don't know what mastering is. I'm just going to lay it you out there. I, I watched a bunch of YouTubes on it. I don't know what it is. I think it's just you turn it up. Anyway, I gave it to my buddy. He did it. And it sounds seriously, great. yeah. Do you seriously just give it to a buddy and he just? Well, I I gave it to the greatest musician I know, which was the drummer for my old band. Cool. Okay. So where did you get like, the artwork ins inspiration for this last album here? Um, I'm gonna stop using allusions to fire here pretty soon, but I wanted something incendiary. I I wanted <laughs> uh. I wanted something eye-catching because uh, more often than not, I find that people do not make it past the album art of looking at your album. And if they do make it past the album art, they make it 20 seconds into your starred song on Bandcamp. So I was like, I want something with a little, like it's going to make. Well, it sounds like all that time you spent on the internet has numbed you for how the internet truly is. Because... I guess that's true. There's anything that people love responding to on the internet, it's a desperate cry for attention in the right. negative. Mm -hmm. You want to you wanna tell them how I responded to you showing me this vandalize? Yeah, I so when I found you, I forgot even fucking how I found you. It must have been like back and like right after The Want had come out, like a month mm -hmm. or two. And I listened to it and I was obviously floored because I was like, who the fuck is this? And what the fuck? Why are they called Captain Jazz? I showed it to Rob. Rob's like, who? What? Who's this person stealing a fucking name from Cap from like Captain Jazz? And I'm like, it's a different band, Rob. It's Captain Jazz. It's not Captain Jazz. It is a different name. It's different. It is. And uh, he was very upset, as were a number of other people <laughs> showed too. So <laughs> I think it worked pretty well. And then after he heard it, he fucking shut up real quick 
I got super into it. You got behind it once I listened, but initially, like, literally anger. It yeah. just shows me, like, the fuck is this asshole? Doing? Like, <laughs> 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 um, I, I don't know what I was thinking with the name. I think if, uh, I could, I... <laughs> if I could go back and change it, I'd just make it Cap and Jazz instead. <laughs> fuck it, why not? <laughs> Just make it more fucking up. I think you really should just break up and reform as Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Just make it the end goal to get on their Spotify page. Artists who listen to also like (laughs) get on the Spotify algorithms, like link up with them. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Speaking of Captain Jazz, where did you get the inspiration to do the music video for Captain Jazz, Captain Jazz, Captain Jazz, Captain Jazz, Captain Jazz? I heard you animated it all yourself. Yes, and I'm so happy you bring that up. Oh, my God. I spent like four solid days stop motion animating these Lego figures because I I don't know. I was like, what a cute idea that would be. Everyone's going to flip when they see this. All of 41 views. I've, <laughs> I've watched it like 10 times. So. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I, I definitely watched it more than once. So I was like, was this my, paid? Like, <laughs> I My back hurts so bad. I was just hunched over a little table with a spotlight and a camera. And I'm like, this is going to fucking hit so hard. <laughs> 
it, I like it a lot. So that's what it's all about. I think it's really sick. I wish we saw more of that in like music videos instead of just like the dark and decrepit room and the cut flashes with light yeah. and like everyone jumping in place. Like, no offense to anyone who does that, but like, I it's okay if we do other things, guys. So I, yeah. I thought I appreciated it a lot because it was fun. And well, also it was really jarring <laughs> considering, you know? I appreciate that a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't think you really understand like how obsessed me and Rob are with you. Like we have like a whole like separate conversation about like what you what what part of what you do is real and what isn't. Mm -hmm. So like we are constantly like we discuss your band frequently <laughs> and we Which love every think, minute of it. I think that adds to the allure. Oh, absolutely. The mystique yeah, is the most fun part. Because I don't know if this is a gimmick or not. What is the difference truly between an action and the performance of an action? It is. What's the name of this villain from Fallout? It's the One? master from Fallout 1. Okay, that's a very poignant point that you've made there. The master from Fallout 1. Thank you. Um, you know, Doug slash the master. I know that we're, we've had some fun. Um, yeah. We do take our journalism pretty seriously here. Oh god, here it comes. I'm yeah, here's some hard-hitting questions. Um, Holy fuck. Whatever you're not legally allowed to ask, you can let us know. We can either cut it or we can, you know, skip around it. Okay. Um, are you legally allowed to discuss what transpired with the Liam Sullivan, Sullivan Centennial concert? <laughs> well, after The Want came out, me and the gang were hard up for gigs, okay? I was emailing pool halls churches i was like just let us play you know we're gonna drag the the roland cube amps in there ourselves we're gonna take the first stack drums and we're just gonna bring the kids in 20 bucks a head and i'll give you 10 percent the payout so when i saw the liam sullivan concert series was going on one of my favorite actors slash songwriters from um I think it's uh, the Twilight Zone or something. Um, I was like, we have to be a part of this. So to see it all fall apart like that, and for any listeners not privy to it, this was a benefit concert series run by a woman. I can't even, I'm not even allowed to say her name anymore. Um, mm. But she ran away with the money, embezzlement scandal. Uh, she uh, stole, I think it was 15 of my dollars. <laughs> And I, um, I, I mean, that's really all I can say. We tried to get it rescheduled, um, tried to make it the Paul Schrader Festival in honor of the writer. Just couldn't get it. I'm, I'm torn up about it still. I yeah, I know, I know that I know it's a tough to, I know it's tough to have to bring up these difficult memories. I was, mm -hmm. I just, I know we couldn't, I couldn't do my job without having to ask, so I had to ask. And uh, I won't say her name, but uh, I did want to know if she had been brought to justice, but it sounds like no justice was served, and that's truly a tragedy. It's, you know, it's the little guy that's always paying for these kinds of things. It always is. Um, so, you know, we, we, we obviously watched and loved the Behind the Music that VH1 wound up doing, and uh, thank you for giving us a little bit of insight earlier. I was really curious, are there any fun stories from that Harry and the Potters tour? That you'd be willing to share with us it was great because we had this drinking game called hey dumbledore 
where you'd have to go around in a circle and name a Harry Potter character. And the first person to say Dumbledore, everyone goes, hey, Dumbledore, and takes a shot. Amazing. Uh, so we used to play that every two hours. Um, when they were sound checking, without fail, we'd play um, Punchline to the Joke, and everyone would just crack up. Um, <laughs> they kept buying heavier and heavier amps because <laughs> I was on my gains. Uh <laughs> So grateful my microphone has a mute button. Incredible. <laughs> for those, Incredible. For those of you who can't see, I've literally been muting my stupid laughter this whole episode. You're welcome for not having to hear me giggle like an idiot. Um, yeah, we have been trying to contain ourselves, Rob, which is why I'm, you know, I'm not trying to sorry. pull a gotcha. Maintain professionals. But no, you go, do you, you go feel guilty? Oh, sorry. Do you feel guilty touring on ExxonMobil's dime for that Harry and the Potter store? Knowing that they've spilled billions of gallons of crude oil into... The Antarctic into the Pacific into the Gulf of Mexico. What the militant left won't tell you about, about Exxon Mobil is their program, Cowboy Shoes for Tots, that has been so fundamental in giving cowboy shoes to tots. And that's what's really lost on the the public. I I had no idea. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to come at you like that. I was unfamiliar with your game. You've never seen such a child as adorable as these in the cowboy shoes. That must be very adorable. Yeah, you're totally right. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> switching gears a little bit, you know, uh, Jean-Paul Sartre once famously said, when I peep through the keyhole, I am completely absorbed in what I am doing and my ego does not feature as part of this pre-reflective state. However, when I hear a floorboard creaking behind me, I become aware of myself as an object of the other's look. My ego appears on the scene of this reflective consciousness, but it is as an object for the other. Do you think Sartre would like fake emo? Sartre is fake emo. I think philosophy oh. is fake emo. Damn. But yeah. I, I do agree with what he said right there. I actually, I prepared three games. Do you guys want to play a, a, my fake emo, real emo game? Yeah. No, absolutely. Let's, okay. Let's get it. Let's get it. Also, for okay. the record, you've never seen these questions. We didn't send you these, did we? I've no. heard all the questions. Well, I mean, from the show, but the ones like we're asking you specifically to, hey, let's get to the games. No, I'm no one, no one said, unless you sent it to him, Rob. I didn't send you it. I didn't send it. I didn't know. I don't think I did. I, mean, I was asking. I, I don't remember. I'm a performer, okay? I'm uh, doing it live. I'm a guy with a, a background in theater, and mm. plus I'm seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a list of bands here. Uh, okay. And your guys' goal is to tell me fake emo or real emo. This should be good for the listeners who want to fucking talk shit on me online. I can see your tweets now. <laughs> it's real, by the way. <clears throat> this is a uh, this is going to be terrible because me and Rob are most likely going to get into a fight. <laughs> good. My uh, band member three was fighting me on one of these earlier. So we got dashboard confessional. Real emo. Real emo. 100%. Okay. MCR. Real emo. Fake emo. Fuck you, lies. <laughs> Weezer. Fake emo. No comment. I don't even want no to talk comment. about fucking shit ass. <laughs> Silverstein. Real emo. Real emo. Burlington, wow. by the way, just like a town over from me. Big fan of Silverstein. 
the irony of Silverstein being real emo, but MCR being fake emo is astounding to me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, their first, their earlier work was a lot more towards like real emo core types. If no one caught this, the reason Silverstein is real emo and not MCR is because of their proximity to Robert. I thought because it was the proximity. The how much cover. I fucking hate you, Elias. Yeah, they didn't orchid cover, dude. So you blew it. Real emo. Yeah, go go with real. Real, okay. Third eye blind. What? Is that real emo or fake emo to you? Real. Is that the one you? I know it's hard. That first album kind of. It's like it's like a Hotelier album. A little bit, like it's just like a '90s gross grunge version of a Hotelier album. I don't know. I I mean, I I, should I be revisiting this? What? Should I be revisiting this? Is this like a oh, serious dude, conversation we're having? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Losing I mean, the whole I've... year, it it sounds like what modern baseball wants to be. Yeah. Except without the incel lyrics. Yeah. That's just not going to add up then. What do we think about? I'm going to call. I'm going to go real emo. I'm still going to go fake. <laughs> Wikiphase springs eternal. Real emo. Fake. Fake. Hate no that way. Trash. That's fake emo as hell, Elias. Fake. No way, dude. Yeah, that guy was in Tiger's that Jaw. That guy was in Tiger's Jaw. He gets a pass. A pass. <laughs> no, he gets a pass. No one gets a pass for making music that terrible. And I love Tiger's Jaw. Hey, man. We get plenty of people passes for making terrible music. Okay. Yeah, but then we, we got... put them on the show. No, we don't. We've never had dads <laughs> on. And we never will. I. Ah, man. I have a complicated history with dads. It's okay. Uh, We all do. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have one. (laughs) If you you were around long enough, yeah, you had a complicated history with dads. I I have the limited edition poster from uh, American Radass somewhere Uh, in this pile of crap. Amazing. The early November, and then I'll drop this bit. Real emo. Yeah, I'll go with real. Real emo. You guys are a lot more generous than I thought. Uh, I believe an emo is a really large term. Band member three was telling me that like nothing was emo. That's true. There's only one. The real emo only consists of Celine Dion singing "My Heart Will Go On" for the first <laughs> time after her husband passed away. That's the only real emo that's ever been. That is true emo right there. Do you guys think that genre is made up of more lyric content or instrumentation? What do you think lends itself more to genre? Uh, the neckbeards online who nitpick at what a genre really is, like myself, mm-hmm. I think that leads more to the actual definition than the lyrics or the instrumentation. That's fair. No, I'd actually say <laughs> instruments, though, to be honest. I think instruments as well. But... Yeah, I think instruments. I think you could honestly, it's happened a few times, but there are hardcore bands that don't have vocals and they're typically not very fun to listen to, but they <laughs> exist. That's the end of my first game. Do you guys want to play another game or do we want to go back to your podcast and I'll stop taking it over? <laughs> I don't know. I think we should um, I think we should do all three games and then Rob, you just cut the games out as bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> let's do let's do one more of your games and okay. then I'll, I'll bang off a few questions because i just got the generic kind of questions near the end and your games are quite interesting i'll give you okay. that 
I have two games. Uh, one's called Scram's Record, Price is Right. And oh, shit. the other one is, is it Orchid or is it Foo Fighters? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is it Orchid or is it Foo Fighters? Okay. Oh, Both of these are going to have me dry heaving. <laughs> Round one of, is it Orchid or is it Foo Fighters? <clears throat> to hear something new is hard and painful for the ear. We hear the music of foreigners badly. I make the sounds you can't understand. I make the sounds you can't understand. Orchid. Orchid. Orchid? Orchid. Final answer? Final answer. That's right. That's I Am Nietzsche by Orchid. It's pronounced <clears throat> niche. Sorry. It's a niche song for me to pronounce. <laughs> Has someone taken your faith? It's real, the pain you feel. The life, the love you die to heal. The hope that starts the broken hearts. Foo Fighters. It's Foo That's Fighters. Great. That's Foo Fighters, but you could have sat that on any Orchid song, baby. You could have. it's real. That's real right there. That's real shit. That's real shit. That's real emo. I had to second guess that. I was like, that is Foo Fighters, right? No, that's 100% Foo Fighters. I still remember every single word you said. And all the shit that somehow came along with it. Still, there's one thing that comforts me since I was caged and now I'm free. It's Foo Fighters. <laughs> Is it? Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say it sounds like Foo Fighters lyrics, but also the 2000s were an interesting time for lyricism. I'm going to go with Foo Fighters. It's Foo Fighters. <laughs> they get harder as they go along. I believe it. Jesus. How many of these do you have? Just like 20. <laughs> We're not doing 20. Just kidding. Just no, we kidding. won't do 20. We'll, we'll do 18, okay? I have two left. Okay. okay. <laughs> and now our shades become shadows in your light. In the morning wind we're through, and tomorrow rescues you. I will say goodnight. Oh, that's Foo Fighters, baby. I'm going to go Orchid. Now that's it's Foo, Foo Fighters. Fighters. <laughs> Virginia Moon fe featuring Nora Jones. So Rob's lost all gonna, sort of credit. Damn, you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to throw us a curveball. I, I thought, fuck that. I love a Nora Jones feature. I got to tell you, I'm I'm not 100% sure if she's a Zionist still or not, but I do love mm. a Nora Jones feature. You know, she has a feature on uh, Keep Your Cool with Andre 3000. Probably the smoothest, it's one of the smoothest features of all time. She can sing her little heart out when we put her oh. up against the wall. How's that? Easily. Like, she, she really gets it. She has a really good feature on... Uh, now that I'm with you, uh, with Q-Tip, off his album The Renaissance, that one's a banger too. I need to get more into hip hop. I kind of don't know anything about it. Oh, dude! If you ever want recommendations, I can send you some stuff. I have like an old head ass taste, I guess now at this point. But sweet. Last one, and then I'll stop being in the wing. I promise. No. Um, no. I no. see. It, <laughs> I see it twisting my feet, waiting for the first. We should laugh, so it's not obvious. You're the only one. Prove it. Prove it. You're the only one. Prove it. Prove it. It's Orchid. That'd be, that'd be Orchid. It's Orchid, yeah. Good job. I you guys passed. Was be a I fucked up. But how are you second-guessing yourself? I because done, I thought he was going to throw a curveball at us. What curveball? We know how Jason writes. He's written this. He writ, wrote the same way across like multiple releases. Man, some of those were... You had to, you had to think twice, you know? You know what though? If, if you put if you put uh, David Grohl on the on the drums in an Orchid track, I bet he could fucking Ooh. keep up. He's a great drummer. He's a fantastic drummer. 
So are you guys still doing shows after the, the, the that recent fiasco, the financial troubles I, you guys ran into? So a lot of the band members left after after all the Liam Neeson or Liam Sullivan stuff. Uh, and we're, tr- I, so I'm, I've been getting invited to a lot of shows and it's like right now I don't have any band members except band member number three. Um, and so I'm working on getting more members so I can play shows. I really want to play shows cause, uh, I love to play live music. It's my passion in life. Yeah. With that being said, is there any, um, any bands you haven't played the stage with yet that you're just dying to play with? Um, like every band I lived in the middle of nowhere and I didn't play with all too many people that I wanted to, except for Laura Stevenson one time. She was amazing. Oh shit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, it was great. And, um, gosh, I opened for Andrew WK once. I'd like to oh, play fuck. with him again. Oh, fuck. Oh, he knows how to party. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. And who I'd really like to uh, play with is uh, Code Orange. That would be sick. You think they'd open for you? <laughs> you know, okay. I see. I see what the. I don't want to play um, <clears throat> with fifth wave emo bands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sixth wave only. I'm guessing you're waiting for that. That's time. right. <laughs> it's already happening. Is it? We're in it. We're in it. I guess we are in it, aren't we? We never know we're out of it until someone's already labeled it. That's right. Now the pitchfork's gone. RIP. I guess we'll never truly know, though. We got not just a phase. That's the new pitchfork. Yeah, but Rob pitchfork. doesn't like fifth wave. I like, like some fifth wave. Hold on. He likes some Hold fifth on. wave. We've had the, <laughs> That's the true. Yeah, Rob, the loves, Rob loves Ginger Bee. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing something like that where you'd have like a decentralized kind of band? Um, I really wouldn't like that. No, yeah. You prefer uh, it all one one place, one group of people. Yeah, just so uh what I love to do is practice all the time and get it really good so that I can fuck around on stage and like do whatever. Mm. Um and I I don't like to be on stage and look like not practice and i feel like if i was far away from everyone it'd be really difficult for me to get that vibe. i see that's fair so do you and your one other band member do you have a favorite show or tour memory so far um there is a biscuits and gravy place in portland uh that when we were on tour we went to three times biscuits and gravy place in portland vegan yeah. biscuits and gravy yeah. Mm, I'm thinking vegan about biscuits, biscuits and gravy. Yeah. It wasn't all vegan. It was just they had a vegan too. I just vegan biscuits and gravy and I ate it all and it was really tasty. Mm. Um, the Pine Street was... Biscuits? Yeah, it was. Oh, fuck. I miss that place so goddamn Dude, much. Delicioso. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's insane. I, I stood in line for 48 hours just to get a little trickle of gravy down my throat. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Now, my partner brought me some once right off right off the plane straight from the airport it was cold i fucking drank it like it was a fucking mm, diet coke it was so yes. good just slopped it down my throat uh why are you drinking we diet touring... coke? that's shameful what sorry go on i'm not we're... edge rob i can drink diet coke <laughs> we were touring around mo tropers tour the whole time 
and so I kept harassing him online. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that must have been really fun. <laughs> I was trying to have a battle set at some point, and it didn't work out. For sure. I just choked on water. Um, Another <clears throat> good to remember in memory. Oh, I played a bunch of pinball. I kind of love going on tour, but it is stressful as fuck. Yeah. Pinball wizard? Yeah. What's your favorite pinball machine? The new Godzilla one. Mm. I love Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla's um, pretty tight. Did you watch the new Godzilla movie? Yeah, I watched Godzilla Minus One in theaters. I wanted to go to the one that sprays water on you while you watch it, but I also wanted to take it in for the piece of art that it was, so I was kind of in a rock and a hard place. Yeah, that's valid. And what did you think as far as uh, Godzilla films go? I loved it. I A lot of people are saying it's the best one, but I think that's just because it's the newest one. I think it was pretty good. It was yeah. pretty good. Would you give it a six out of ten Godzillas? I would give it five bags of popcorn, two sodas, and a little Godzilla figurine that you can put on your keychain to show everyone what a big fan you are. That's sick. I assume you have one of those. High praise. Um, no, but I do have a Godzilla figure right here next to me. I wish I could see it, but I can't. Here, I'll turn on the camera. This is thrilling listening for anyone on listening to the podcast right now. I'll describe my actions. I'm clicking video capture device. I think a lot of I think a lot of this is going to be hard to digest for the audience because we're they don't know that we've been laughing at the image you put like as your background. Oh, that is pretty sick. Oh, that's one of the older ones, isn't it? Uh, yeah, this is from 2001, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, All Monsters Attack or some BS. Oh, hell yeah. I got this one, too. Oh, I, have, I have a whole box. I just I just moved here, and I don't really have, like, a room, <laughs> so I don't I have them you. all set up. Yeah. But I have a bunch. Band <laughs> uh, member number three wants to show her Moomin. <laughs> Moomin. Oh, nice. We love Moomin. <laughs> That's dope. Well, well, I don't know how Rob feels about Moomin, but I, I like I don't know what it is, but it looked cool. It's pretty yeah, sweet. It's like Winnie the Pooh, but for um, peaceful folk. Yeah, it's very mellow vibes. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh for peaceful folk? No, that's for um, honey drinkers. <laughs> if you could see one band do a reunion show, who would you pick? Uh, Reviver. Oh, shit. <clears throat> or Shark Pact. Or Desarc. Actually, I choose Desarc. I choose Desarc. Yeah. Okay. You're so fucking real for that, by the way. Dude, I'm I'm happy that she's happy making pottery. Mm-hmm. But come on. Oh, dude. I don't think I've heard uh, an album as blistering as a "Don't Rock the Boat, Sink the Fucker" like in my entire life. Like, <laughs> they that's... were. Um, oh man, I saw them live. They blew me away. Ah, uh, yeah. Was it on that tour with Pygmy Lush? Yes. Oh my god, that was I couldn't even believe that's a real thing that I actually somehow remember. Like that was I didn't even incredible. I didn't even know about them when I went to that show. I was just going to every show. And I like usually the bands aren't uh I don't know, mind changingly incredible. Yeah. But yeah, I was just I bought every piece of merch they had. Yeah. Uh they, they were incredible. It was the same deal for me. I went to go see Pygmy Lush and I left like a massive Desarc fan. Like they yeah. are seriously incredible. 
Um, if you could do a guest vocal feature spot on any band's track, who would it be and why? And it can, this can be realistic or unrealistic, depending on how you define reality and the parameters. So. <clears throat> um, I think American Football LP4 needs a spot from me. I think come so. on. I would lobby hard. I would lobby hard. Can you imagine? <clears throat> the... I would rip it up too. Yeah, you totally would. And I think that all the haters would be shitting their boots and crying. Oh man, they'd be shaking and they'd be typing out so many tweets with my my name with asterisks in place of the vowels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite online hater so far? Is there someone who stands uh, out amongst the Honestly, I I don't get that much hate. I get so much more love than hate. It's just easy to pay attention to the hate. Um, and I think even the people who hate me, they they just saw the album cover and didn't like the vibe. And that's okay. I understand that. I don't really like the vibe. Um, but I think the time and dedication that some people have spent to trying to make me feel bad for making it is kind of silly. Yeah, I agree. I have, I have favorite lovers. Ah, okay. Very cool. Anyone you want to shout out? Uh, not just a phase uh, worldwide. I want to give a shout out to Ian Cohen um, yes. for backing me so hard. Holy moly, the dude. The fucking legends. Yeah, great White Bison, Zach, whose tweets I used to read and dream about him writing a bio for me. And instead, he's making incredulous claims about me versus home is where. <laughs> I'm like, Why? But you know what? I'm happy about it. And I think the response has been great. I mean, it's art. It's not, I don't think it would be inarguable to say you're kind of big in Japan. That's true. Yeah. That guy from Japan that posted and got a million uh, clicks or yeah. Elon Musk's views. Yeah. Thank you, Japan. 10 million doge, doge clicks. <laughs> Big in Japan. I'm big in Japan. I'm big in Japan. You could honestly tour Japan before you even play a show. That would be so fucking boss mode. Can you that imagine? Would be, that would be hard as fuck. If you didn't even play in your own home state, just no. went straight to Japan. Fuck it. And then just never I, play a show in America. Yeah. <laughs> Only Japan. I, I've been learning rudimentary Vietnamese for 126 days. So I want to go to Vietnam too. <laughs> That would be very planned. Yep, yeah, there it is. The, the world tour, Vietnam and Japan. That's hype. My cousin uh, is a part-time DJ in Japan, like house music, techno and stuff. I could probably hook you up with a gig over there. I'm going to play. I want to play that show. All right. Hell yeah. Jesus. So I guess the <laughs> next stage is a TikTok domination. My boss. I, I was describing uh, the project to her. I was like, yeah, I'm in a... Because I, I talk really quietly and I'm very shy. <clears throat> uh, I was like, yeah, I'm in an online emo band, I guess. And she's like, well, my my <laughs> my nephew does music. He's on the TikTok. Are you going to make a TikTok? And I was like, well, no, that's not really like what I want to do. <laughs> so I don't want to make a TikTok. I don't like content. I like to make a uh, weird different shit. Yeah, that's, that's totally fair. You play the game by your rules, Doug. You've been mm -hmm. doing it so far that's... and it's been working. Boy, it's vindicating.
Because for well, a long time, have... I was I was trying to do it the way everyone else does it, and I feel like that works for a lot of people. Um, I don't know. I just memed it. It is bullshit. The whole thing's bullshit. Just the audio highlight right there. It's prolific. <laughs> Doug, you mind if I call you Douglas? You can go for it. Yeah. Douglas, we're going to get down to some real heavy questions here in the ending. Right. What is the most illegal or dangerous thing that you've ever done in your life? Illegal or dangerous, huh? Mm-hmm. Illegal they, they, you, or dangerous. Illegal, that you'd be willing to admit on, mm-hmm. you know, You recorded. can change some of the names, you know, don't implicate yourself. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, besides, I guess, uh, possible copyright infringement. Um, large cases of it, making money off of someone else's good brand that I've now desiccated and uh, desecrated. desecrated and desecrated. Also desiccated. Desiccated. <laughs> um, I, I, um, a punk band started a garbage fire at a house I was living at, um, and I put it out all by myself because I felt too awkward to call the fire department. So it was like 2 a.m. and I was running back and forth from my house to the dumpster. And I sprained my ankle. Yeah, band member number three tried to jump down a flight of stairs after drinking 37 Twisted Teas. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Um, And was crying in bed. And I was like, I just want to watch my Vietnam documentary, Ken Burns Vietnam. And then I, I look out the window and I see a faint flicker of light and I'm like, Hark, what angel has come to visit me? Ah, it's trash fire. <laughs> so I, I had no pants on. I had untied shoes and I was running back and forth from my house to the dumpster with a bucket that I was filling in the bathtub. And I was like, if if the first bucket doesn't like make a significant dent, because these flames were like, it was right next to an office building that my landlord owned. Oh, and the flames were like way up the side. It was like almost on top of the roof. I was like, this is fucked up, bro. I was like, if the first bucket doesn't make a significant dent, I'm calling 911. This is a job for the authorities. Yeah, I threw in the first bucket and it evaporated before it even hit the fire. And I <laughs> swallowed my tongue and went, hey, you know what? Might, might as well t- t- try it again. <laughs> and so I ran back and forth like 37 times. Even at, long after the fire was out, I was just filling it up with water because I was feeling a little anxious and the band that was staying at my house like rolled up with three pizza boxes because they walked like three miles to a pizza place and they just saw me there sitting with hand with my bucket like looking into the garbage can they're like hey is everything all right i was like yeah i'm chill and a normal guy too (laughs) 37 twisted t's though seriously yeah how many twisties you uh you bought a 32 pack yeah and i took a sip of one and i was like i don't really like this and then you were like i think i'll drink one or two and then easy to drink at one point yeah at one point i hid them and she found them (laughs) it's like juice (laughs) (laughs) anyway i haven't drank drank a twisted tea since then so it's okay yeah that'll that'll that sounds like it'll do it her ankle swelled up the size of a basketball after that. I mean, if you jump down a flight of stairs sober or not, it's not going to be a good time, usually. <laughs> no. 
on the 4th of July. <laughs> had to party it up. Damn, on America's birthday. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about the it's about the United States of Brotherhood. It was about the Twisted Teas that night. It was were about they, the Twisted Teas. Were they star spangled? I don't think so. Then no, it was a regular stop. Was the garbage fire for the celebration? <laughs> was it in the name of freedom? That band it was, was in the. That band was good. It was being alone. Being alone. Shouts out to being alone. They were great. Being alone. That's amazing. Uh, the being garbage. Alone. The garbage fire, I think, was set by a rival punk band whose show got canceled. They showed up to our house and were like, can we hop on the bill? And I was like, there's six bands already. And then they talked to band member three and she was in the midst of the twisted tea dreamlike state. Yeah, I was very drunk. They're like, can we be on the bill? And she was like, yeah. (laughs) And then she came up to me and was like, I told them they could play, but I don't want them to play. So I had to sit them down and be like, hey, I'm so sorry, but I'm about to ruin your entire night. <laughs> they um, posted a bunch of statuses about how I was a misogynist for talking over my girlfriend's wishes the next day on Facebook. <laughs> I felt so bad, man. It's amazing. <laughs> does does band member number three wear like a slipknot mask? Is that why you all have numbers? Uh, no, she doesn't want to wear the masks. I want to wear masks live, but I think she's going to wear like Caddy or gamer headphones. Makes sense. That'd be sick. So wear like I'm a fabric cosplay. mask. She she's gonna cosplay. She's gonna... Oh, okay for sure. So uh, Douglas, assuming that you're not a pacifist, you've heard the show. You know what I'm gonna ask. Mm-hmm, if you could punch mm-hmm. one person in the face, one person, you punch him as hard as you can with no repercussions. Who are you punching and why? Let me open up the list here. Let me get it going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I There's a lot of people I'd fucking love to just fucking sock. And then uh, that's it for them. Night, night. But honestly, like a I'm a live guy, and let live sure. kind of guy. Uh, yeah, I'm a tough dude. So don't take for these sure. next few words to heart. Because I drive a lifted Ford F-150. Um, Hell yeah, brother. It's live and let live for me, man. At the end of the day, everyone... Even artists that I don't personally agree with or um, rude people online, that's fine. But, I mean, uh, every member of the IDF, anyone weirdly defending Israel on Twitter, um, it's just mind-boggling to me. They must be bots. Um, A lot of them have been proven to be, like, part of, like, bot farms and things like that. But there's also a lot of people who just genuinely can see video evidence and just be like, well... Well, maybe they should care. maybe they shouldn't have been like that yeah it's nuts to me seriously yeah. it's like watching a modern day holocaust and being like well actually it's good that this is happening yeah. idiot yeah it's psychotic someone literally messaged me today because they were part of a uh a pro like a, a fundraising effort like they put they were a band on a comp for a palestine like comp that got put out and mm-hmm. um they're supposed to play in germany soon and like the german punk scene is like oh we're gonna fucking boycott your shows now Fuck it's it. in, it's it's psychotic dude like it's yeah. it's yeah. disappointing really yeah i, I used to love very... this podcast before it got so fucking political <laughs> when did music get so political i know can't we go back to american idiot and sing about no give me novocaine <laughs> 
that song Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Dude, I love that song. That song's so good. I'm really? a big American uh, idiot defender. I know, me yeah, too. It was, good. it was a good album. It was a good it was album. A, real a totally too. not political album. It was very good. <laughs> Associated with a historically non political music genre, punk. Exactly. Well, that ties in quite well. Speaking of cringy shit, is there any other music you listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure or cringy? If not by yourself. You Green Day is cringy? Uh, new stuff. Oh, God. God. Yeah. I didn't listen to the so new bad. albums. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. That one riff is like literally a pink song. Uh, guilty pleasures. <clears throat> um, I, so. I like a lot of like twee folk punk stuff from like, sick, me too. late 2000s. I'll just like say Nana Grizzle Bites. I don't really like AJJ. Really? Yeah. I've seen them live twice and they've sucked both times. <laughs> I do I do have a, a skateboard that I meant to for them to sign the last time I saw them, but then I wanted to go home and go to sleep because I had work. Um I I mean Defiance Ohio isn't that cutesy, but I do like them. Oh, I love Defiance Ohio. Dude, they're so good. They're I really like early Kimya Dawson a lot. My beautiful fiend, sweet princess, I think is a perfect punk album. Um, I used to listen. Gregory and the Hawk. I haven't listened to Gregory and the Hawk. I think I'm gonna put that on my list. No good. Stuff like that. But I'm not guilty about it. That shit rules. Yeah. Yeah, you had not a bad answer in that whole lot there. Did you have any sort of cringy MySpace screen name during that era of the internet? I didn't. I um that was I was like obsessed with Phil Ox and Bob Dylan back then. So it was like I would go to farmers markets with my acoustic guitar and I had these dreams of being a songwriter, no. a troubadour. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my cringy MySpace era. Amazing. Did you have like an oversized denim jacket or sweater? Uh, no, I had like a Hard Rock Cafe shirt and cargo pants. Come on. I don't know what I was. You're making was, that up. Please tell I'm me not... out of all the things you told us tonight, that's one of the things. You <laughs> Rob, you're not I'm remembering what. I, I made that up. My MySpace name was Dougie Death Danger. And uh, I was Next in a band year. called... Uh, cut them out and it was all lowercase all right if you could give the entire world a gift what would it be and why i could give the entire world a gift i would give them um the confidence to uh make something to follow through on making something i i talked to a lot of people and I'm like, I make music sometimes. And they're like, that's cool. I make beats. And I'm like, can I listen to them? And then they link me to their SoundCloud. It's like last posted a year ago. And it's like, I, that's such a bummer for me because I find art and music to be a really fulfilling creative outlet. And I know that's not the same for everyone, but I feel like it, it gets put off easily because people view it as hard or prohibitive. Um, 
And I would love to give everyone the confidence that they can do it and they can keep doing it and get better and affect others with it. That's a pretty, that's a pretty wonderful gift, I'd say. Would you ever consider releasing like a STEM pack for any of your work so that people could like flip it or like- I would love that. That's such a good idea. That would be really sick, I think. I'll do that. And like have like a little contest or whatever. Yeah, the I posted a while ago that one of my favorite albums when I was in like middle school was Brad Sucks. I don't know what I'm doing, but that was how I got into messing around in Audacity was Radiohead and Brad Sucks releasing stems, and then I fucked around with them. That's pretty awesome. I forgot to ask you, how did you get into that video game? The name's slipping my mind now. The kind of like Guitar Hero type video game. Oh, oh like um, I you can you can just like make custom charts for it, and people can download them and play them. So I I they spent didn't like approach you. No, I I just you can just make them for any song. <laughs> I they should approach me to be in the base pack that everyone plays. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, so we just got to send your. You should have your booking and touring agent send uh, your VH1 to them. And then Once, this podcast afterwards. Exactly. Yes. See what a big deal yeah. I am. I'm I'm hiding behind a fucking pixel screen. Yeah. You're like the character. first. You're like the early years of the gorillas. You know? Yeah. Oh. Is it Damon Albarn? We don't know. Is it mindless self indulgent passed on this concept? No, mindless self indulgence is sick. <laughs> yeah, they are. Jimmy Aaron's in jail. <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, me. <laughs> just for any reason, just yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, it's believable. Who cares? <laughs> um, so now that you live in Tennessee, how does how do you feel like when you listen to "Walking in Memphis" by Mark Cohn? Does it hit I've always like, just loved that, that song? It's a banger. It really is. And yeah, i I don't live near Memphis. But you right. know what? I'd love to go down there, get on Beal, get out my blue suede shoes, board a train. Mm. Mm. Ah, on a nice little springtime rainy day. Yeah. Just go busking. <laughs> bring back the busking days. Bring back the busking days. No more industry nights. Nah. Time, time to bring busking back. Stay humble. Exactly. Hashtag stay humble. So what's the uh, what's the next big goal? You have like a big goal or accomplishment you want to reach with this band musically artistically um some big festival perhaps you want to headline or yeah band you want to go on tour with oh yeah my Kinsella feature it it that's the end goal is to affect the legacy of american football and the Kinsella twins <laughs> that's the ultimate fucking goal if i could shoot my star at theirs and gravitationally pull them towards a bigger star that eats it, I would die with a big cracking smile on my little face. Um, <laughs> I really want to play <laughs> Dilly Dally Fest. Uh, they invited me when I was small time. Uh, I got invited to another fest I really want to play, but I don't know if I can I just want to play all the shows. This is all I want to do, but I'm yeah. stuck working like an asshole. <laughs> like some schmuck who makes beats on SoundCloud. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
shout out to the schmucks. <laughs> Yo, honestly, that's the hardest life to live. So if if you got two songs on the SoundCloud and you're putting in the 40 a week, you're stronger than I am. Hey, dude, no free beats. <laughs> Leases only. Imagine pushing a SoundCloud link on somebody these days. People do it. I'm going to do it. That's not part of our zeitgeist, but it's out there, Rob. It's only one way the world's to a big it, place. Right, it's the only option have, they got. Yeah. I have a goal for the next release. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Um, I, I have a really funny idea, okay? When this comes out, it's, you guys are all going to giggle for about 20 seconds and then, like, repost it on your story and move on. But, man, that giggle's going to hit hard. I guarantee it. I bet it. And then after that, I there's no more ideas, so I guess I just fade into obscurity. I put up the peace sign and disappear like that one vine. Yeah. Looking yeah. By the time you it. put out a third album, that's already like too too many to be yeah, like real I, emo. I didn't even want to put out a second one. I almost <laughs> I gave up on that shit. You after should do a want, split though it. before you before you dissolve. You should do a split. And it, do, are we skipping the split question? No, we'll do it. You got a favorite okay. screamo split? Yeah, Bone of Your Adobe Homes. I prepared for that one. Well, you had that oh, shit nice. on lock. <laughs> you had that shit on lock. Yeah. Or, oh. or, and this was my backup in case I felt differently, the Reptilian and MNWA. Ooh. Definitely. Okay. Oh, sure. oh, oh, okay. That's pretty um, sick. That's a deep cut. I don't, people don't really talk about Misha as much as they used to, even though they should. Everyone's got such a hard on for emo violence and all the like the MySpace sass stuff. I just heard NWA and, yet, and I was like, wait, what? MNWA. It's spelled it's, it's supposed to be M-M-W-A. like spelled in Russian, but they transliterated yeah. it to English, but it's pronounced Misha. I could see it in my head. I don't know how it's pronounced, but I knew who he was talking about after I heard the M. Yeah. There you go. What's your favorite um, Screamo LP of all time? My favorite Screamo LP of all time is uh the Swing Kids discography. Does that count? Yeah, we'll count it. Okay. Either that or I'm sorry. I know you guys are haters, but Shipsography by Merchant Ships. No, Rob loves Merchant Ships. I just think okay. it's, it's Elias who, who's not the biggest fan. Well, count me among the fans, all right? So you're outnumbered, Elias. That's fine. Line yeah. of the North is better. Uh, no. <laughs> just, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, back up no. <laughs> that, no, fuck you, Elias. <laughs> No, line of the door. That that's a that shit's good as fuck too. I'm putting yeah. that on the list. If they if they had since. an LP, if they ever decided to make an LP, they would have been an all time. But no, they did the demo split, and then they were like, "Eh, we don't want to be abandoned." Which I, I get. I kind of, I kind of never want to do a split. I kind of hate them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, they, is there a particular reason? Cool if the bands complement each other, but I can see where you're coming from. If they don't, like, yeah, yeah, directionally, and, artistically. I'm a control freak too, so I don't want to like put my name on someone else's work. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> hilarious yeah. that I would say that. Yeah, um, hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, but like, have you? If it's gonna be something I release, I want it to be everything I do. Right. Have you ever thought of doing a split with yourself? That was my original plan for the third mm-hmm. one, but then I thought of a slightly funnier idea. Okay. Really? It's gonna be a hyper pop mm. album. It's oh, 
No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a lot like the Liam Sullivan gag. Okay. Okay, I'm excited. You said you, said you were watching uh, our part one of the Scrammies. I think you got nominated for a few awards. There was Best New Jacks. We had Best Album of the Year. I don't even remember if you won any or not. I'll have to look. But don't I tell me. I don't want any spoilers. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to ask you, do you have a favorite album for 2023? Favorite album? Uh, the Dream Dreamwell album is amazing. Does right. uh, the Infant Island, is that this? Is that 2024 or 2023? That came out a few weeks ago, so 2024. Because um, that would have been it. Um, yeah, it rips. Freaking... Yeah. God, what was, what was the really big one? I just keep wanting to say the second City of Caterpillar album, but that came out like I don't know seven years ago or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just listened Close. to it on repeat. Close. Uh, that came out in twenty twenty two, I think, didn't it? Grave robbing by Leroy. Oh, grave robbing by Leroy is band number three's pick. Just grave robbing by Leroy. Over. I don't think I yeah. Know. It's a Jane Remover's like mashup project, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, I'll check it out. Thanks, band member number three. Oh, we didn't hear pick. who band member num- number three wants to punch in the face as hard as they possibly fucking could without any repercussions. We were, we were talking about it, and she said everyone. Everyone? When, when she comes back, she has to take a, a test real quick, a social studies test, but she'll all oh. ask her. Oh, fair enough. I said I wasn't right. going to stop to think on this, but That's you definitely okay. didn't do a lot of thinking. I'm sure, <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> well, let's let's wrap it here. You got any last uh, shout-outs, plugs, causes, anything you want to speak on? The floor is yours. The mic's yours, and then we'll play an yeah. outro track, and I'll ask you to do an intro because we forgot to ask you to do that, and then we'll right. say our sayonaras. All right. Big ups to Fiat Productions. Uh, Barian has been instrumental in my confidence in making this at all and backing me every second of every moment. Um, I'm really excited. Hopefully I get to continue working with her. Uh, big ups to um, my buddy who mastered the album, UU. Also instrumental. Um that uh, there's a bunch of people who really liked the want and messaged me about it and said how much it meant to them. And I just, I hope they know how much that meant to me and b- big thank you to you guys. Really. Thank you for having me on. Thank me for, thank you for giving me this opportunity. I'm so grateful for it. And I had such a good time. I'm glad you had fun. We had a lot of fun too. Good. And yeah, uh, quite, true- the, quite the journey. Yeah. Quite the, uh, it was very epic. But truthfully, um, your work is fantastic. The art you make is incredible. And Mimi or not, it's uh it's it's just good. And like I Thank really you. was excited to hear the want when I heard it. And like I love that I am in consistent disbelief of the things that you do and say. I think that actually makes you probably the one of the artists that I find the most exciting right now. So you know appreciate it. Yeah, whatever you whatever you're doing, whatever feels right to you, keep doing it because it's been working so far. So. Band member number three, who would you punch in the face given the opportunity? Anyone in the world? Will Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> the bisexual community just cried out in anguish a million voices. 
<laughs> million voices in chorus. <laughs> Great answer, though. Thank you. <laughs> um, can I just get you to introduce? I'm going to cut this part out. Obviously, we'll wrap okay. it around there. But I do need you to introduce a song if you're willing. Okay. Um, what did we start with? UUTT? Baller choice. Yeah, I think that's going to be the intro. Yeah. So your name, band. Song title, podcast. Okay. All this. It was amazing. Absolutely one take. One I take. That's away. incredible. <laughs> I almost expected to hear like a... Wasn't cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Man was made for radio. Maybe you should have done that internet talk show. No, he, that... he should he should still do it. I've been thinking about it lately. Please, I would love like... to be your Zora. Literally doing a podcast will decrease the quality of your life rapidly. I assure you. <laughs> I don't I realize it. four years has passed. Like four years has gone by, and I've done nothing but podcasting. It's it's fucking embarrassing. I think you guys have a lot to show for. I think uh, I think Rob discounts how much uh, of an influence he actually has on the scene because he only understands self-deprecating humor, and so that's how he communicates to the world. Oh, okay, yeah, I feel it. My therapist over here. I'm sorry, man. I just like the amount of stuff, like the amount of stuff that not just Bezos has done and that has documented. I think it's uh, it's so at some point you have to acknowledge. Guys, I ask people who they want to punch in the face. All right, I'm not a fucking. That's a great question. I've never heard that question before. I listened to your podcast, so that's why I ask it. But it's not like I'm fucking doing. It's not like I'm doing God's work here, asking artists. That's journalistic integrity is to ask that question. That's true. I wish more journalists asked that question you know, few and far between these days <laughs> yeah captain listen Jizz to the meme guy who's afraid to show his face <laughs> yeah is that uh, for copyright I always, purposes i always do no i it is just adds for... to them it adds to the mystique if people are yeah, wondering right. then they're gonna think about it more it's true but Donnie, you got he knows what he's doing sure. Rob. shit he's good my god he's good <laughs> awesome man thank you so much again for coming to chat with us thank you guys I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Have a great rest of your night. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, probably. Will do. Peace.